When it comes to commercial snow removal, look to Tovar Snow Professionals. With the largest snow and ice management fleet in the Midwest, Tovar delivers top-notch commercial sidewalk and parking lot clearing services, even in winter's worst weather conditions. With their 24-hour live office staff, certified meteorologist, and personal service, they are leaders in professional snow removal. To get a free estimate for snow removal on your site, go to baseball.tovarsnow.com or call 844-GO-TOVAR. That number again is 844-GO-TOVAR. Tovar Snow Professionals, Chicago's snow plowing leader. Tovar is an equal opportunity employer. Well, you got to help me out with this. Yeah. The night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. Hey! <laughs> William, you know what's coming up? Danny is going to shoot us for, for that That's rendition contra- of yeah. the song. Danny, uh, if you could let me Sorry, do the Danny. chorus, maybe. Sorry, Danny. At, uh, August Ow. 3rd. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Anyway, what are we talking about here? People think we're nuts. John Baker Day. What do you? Uh, you don't know that's not coming John up. John Baker Day. I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you a story about this. You probably don't know this. Since you and I have known each other, I've been to you know how many Club Four Hundred events. I've met how many players. I've had the pleasure of going with you to some of the current players' events that they have and all that kind of thing. I've probably met. Can't even tell you how many people, a ton of people that are tied into the Cubs. But one of my favorite days ever was we were at a Cubs game. Was it a doubleheader? It was a perhaps? doubleheader against the Cardinals, I believe. Yeah, and we went to uh, John Baker Day, like in between the games. And yeah. it was awesome. And I think we diversionized you with Malort that day. It was my first and last Malort ever. And I think I bought like twenty five of them and passed them around. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, it was a good day. But yeah, John. We can't ba- talk about drinking though. Your mom yes, right. It's on the list. Of John, John Baker Day is something Danny Rocket created after he uh, a drunken night at Wrigley Field where John Baker uh, not only pitched an inning or I don't know how long it was an inning, and then he came in and he knocked the winning run in. Right. So that's forever known as John Baker Day. And uh, the backup catcher, San Ranto Group, um, IVMV, and a host of others uh, get together and throw a party for John Baker. And yeah, obviously he shows up to it. He's uh, he's very honored to be part of John Baker Day. I mean, it was <laughs> a lustrous day in his career, but yeah. uh, it's you know they money raised money for charity. Right? Yeah, and it's a party. They have an auction, stuff like that. Lots of stuff to do. Club Four Hundred will be donating some pieces, and of course, Danny's band, the Bleacher Bum Band, is going to be the center showcase of it. And I think you can buy a fanny pack too. That's how cool the party is. They're the trucker hats, actually. Oh, they're trucker you need hats. To, and you need to order them now. Okay. Go to the San Rantos page. You'll see a link for the. Uh, you can order them in different colors and stuff from Custom Ink, right? So uh, you got to do that within the next couple days if you want to have them ready for John Baker Day. And uh, so it's August 3rd. It is at the G-Man Tavern. That's located at 3740 North Clark, uh, right down the street from the Metro. And, uh, yeah, go to his page or come to Club 400 page for more specific details. But what we're asking you to do is mark it on your calendar. And soon after that, me and William will invade Wrigleyville in September. We're getting the details for our first annual Club 400 Day in Wrigleyville at my favorite bar. Eddie Gutierrez makes the best chicken wings. This is the best place to hang out. We're going to have live music. We're going to have giveaways. We're going to do a live show at Output in Wrigleyville. If you haven't been there, you need to go check it out. Uh, Great staff of people. And uh, we're going to get Eddie on the podcast soon. 
But John Baker, August 3rd, uh, we want to see you there. Let's support it. Uh, support Danny and the boys, and we'll have a great time. So uh, let's uh, ooh, Come on. Uh, ooh, uh, ooh. Uh, Podcast is on the air. What's going on, William? You know what? Just another great day in Cubville, and we got a great guest today. I'm super excited. To we, we got this guy, actually. We're going to have to ask him about it in a little bit. Just moved down south, so I know that's got to hurt him a little bit, but uh, Club 400 listeners, please, we, we're proud to introduce you an awesome Cub fan. He's been here at Club 400. He's doing awesome things on social media. Seth Thomas, how are you doing, Seth? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's an honor to be on with you guys. I really appreciate the opportunity. Oh, no. I mean, hey, this is this show is all about fans like you, so the honor is all ours. Cool. So let's start off and talk about you, uh, where you grew up, and how you became a Cubs fan. Yeah, I'm from Moline, Illinois. I grew up a huge Cubs fan. My grandpa, he was in the diehard fan club growing up. Spent a lot of time traveling up and down the state, seeing all the Cubs and everything like that. You know, the Cubs caravan would come to our city or he would go down to Peoria or wherever it was, you know, and he'd go to a ton of games just by himself and he'd come back and he'd share with all our family, obviously. Had a Cubs room dedicated in his house and always watching the game and it's just really how we all connected. We really, we looked up to him and we all became Cubs fans because of him. Well, that's awesome. I mean, uh, I I said this once before in a prior episode, but the Cubs... uh, gave me that bonding thing with my grandparents so uh, and the, yep. so your grand your grandpa's love for the cubs you know brought you into into the cubs and that that, that that's what it's all about and uh, oh, yeah. so i could definitely relate so uh so yeah we want to talk about uh well you just moved to north carolina i mean does that, does that, <laughs> i mean is that, i know that it's got to hurt you a little bit and you're oh, away from the wrigley field right oh yeah it's tough you know like i'm a season ticket holder still am and, uh, you know, try to get to about 15, 20 games a year. Uh, you know, I got a ton in before I left, but it's going to be tough. Uh, just catching as much as I can on the MLB channel and uh, going to be back to Chicago here in uh, July. So catch some games there and then definitely, hopefully, fingers crossed, get to some playoff games. Exactly. So uh, where's your seats at Wrigley Field? What section are you in? We are in the new section. Uh, I believe it's R420. Oh, for R420. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Any coincidence yeah, there, Seth, or no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, they, you know, they, they redid all those seats up there. We were actually, it was Section 500 for years. Our seats are behind uh, home plate to the right of the press box, uh, sixth row. We've had, we had four seats for quite a while. And then we went down to two between 2010 and 2014, you know, how that was. So that was pretty tough. But, uh, yeah, I mean, but our seats are nice. You know, we got a TV in front of us. We got a view of the lake. We're right on our own plate. We had a little bit of a pole, but, yeah, you get around it, so it's not bad. Seth, what do you think, because uh, we, ne- we haven't talked about it this year yet on the pod, what, uh, the upper deck, the changes they made up there, what's your, what's your official uh, review of it? 
I, my, my personal is I don't, I mean, that center, the center, the center field deck was the best view in Chicago. I mean, looking down that street, I mean, to see the, the skyline, I did it every game. I'd walk out there and check it out, hang out for a little bit. You'd go out there and listen to Pat and Ron and everything. I know they got the new ones on the right and the left, but I mean, you're facing buildings now. It's just, I don't, it's not the same to me. That's the only thing I don't like. And I, I mean, I enjoyed walking that, you know, that whole ballpark, you know, left field to right field. I mean, sure, they got the new thing over the marquee. That's pretty nice, but I don't know. I guess I'm, I like it the old way. <laughs> I, I, I'm with you. I like it the old way better, too. Um, it's just, yeah. it's different, obviously. But, yeah, I think there was that cool thing of being able – And so now the Catalina Club pretty much <laughs> it, it closes off right field and left field. And you yep. may have seen some pictures on social media, but there's this thin little sidewalk – about the yep. width of the old of the, of the club that takes you then it takes you to the other side but it's a little awkward well and think it about it is it is think about yeah. how many people go there like and for their first time and stuff like that and you know watch the first couple innings and then you want to go walk around and see the whole thing and it's really yeah. a buzzkill if you can't walk all the way around the stadium you it know is, what, it is. you know what the buzzkill is Seth is when you're walking on that pathway and you're seeing all those guys uh, in this club, drinking fancy drinks for free and they have better seats than you. That's the, it's like That's fl- a real buzz. They got like yeah. little fires out there, and it's like, man, well, I wish I could be up there. You know, exactly. I mean, and they, don't even know, they have no idea what the score is or what's going on. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like the different levels on the Titanic, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, to me, that walkway is asking for trouble. It's only a two-way walkway, and you get a couple people stuck there. For William, it's a one-way walkway, by the way. If someone's coming the other way, so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, William. Well, I had I had to give you a hit Sorry. there. That's all right. Right, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, but people want to sit there. They want to take some pictures. They want to look around, you know, and stuff. And they honestly, they shoo you through there. So, but whatever. I mean, it is what it is. And then they, the bathroom situation up there, because I I'm not said I sat there opening day. I've and heard, I was I've pretty heard loaded on better. opening day, but yeah, so is, that. is it oh better? God. Is it be- Is the bathroom situation better at least? And and, yeah. and the concessions. Yeah, I mean, they seem better. They seem better. My experience opening day, I mean, it was, you know, a lot of things were running out. But, I mean, that's typical. You know, they run out of stuff or just take cash for stuff. And, you know, the credit card lines are longer. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, the bathrooms, I, you know, I'm I'm so crazy. Sometimes I try not to even eat or drink during a game because I don't want to get up. But that day, opening day, was so beautiful and so amazing. I mean, that comes along, you know, once every 10 years. So I had a lot of fun that day. Oh, it's always it's always a special day, opening day, you know. Hell yeah! And uh, so uh, I met you, Seth, through social media. Like how and that's how a lot of relationships are formed. But talk yep. about I am Cubsessed and what you got going on. Yep. So I mean, I obviously I'm a Cubs fan, just like you guys, and I've just. I would be so obsessed with it. I would, you know, read every article, hang on every word, hang on every pitch and everything like that. And then just after they won, I mean, I would just say it to myself over and over. I'm like, man, I am so obsessed. I'm so obsessed. And then I was just messing around with Facebook and stuff like that and started creating pages. And I created a page and just, you know, tried to push it out there as much as I could. I wrote a couple articles. I got a website. And just really just try to focus on sharing a lot of the Cubs information that people don't know about. People around the country don't see or read all the stuff that we had the opportunity of being in the Chicagoland area of seeing. I just wanted to share that with everybody else. And I just think that there's a real thirst out there for it. You know, like everybody probably our age or older. I'm in my 40s. You know, grew up watching the Cubs on WGN nationally. 
and and they came home to the Cubs every single day, and that's what they say. That's what they were familiar with. People in Colorado before the Rockies were there, they're all Cubs fans because that's what they knew. You know, and it was either the Cubs or the Braves. So you'll meet a lot of people that you know just grew up watching the Cubs, and then now kind of WGN is a little fizzled out. They changed their WGN America. They changed their platform, so now you don't get as much as you can. You know, they have other opportunities where MLB or whatever that offers the game, but even in some of those areas, people aren't getting the games. You live in Iowa, you're blocked out from at least like four or five teams, the way I understand it, in that area. So well, the blackout, you know, the blackouts are, are ridiculous. Yeah, they make I mean, no it sense. Make, you know, makes no sense at all. Why would I mean anybody wants to watch something, then they're going to pay for it, then go for it. You know, so. But, yeah, I mean, so I just, you know, season ticket holder since 04. I go to a lot of games, always talking about the Cubs, always sharing much information as I can, taking pictures. You know, I would go round and round with my buddies, you know, from back home. They're Cardinal fans, which, you know, that was fun for a while. But then I was like, well, maybe I'll take this to a, a national stage and see what else can happen here. Yeah, yeah so, and, you, <laughs> and you took it to the next level because you actually, uh, you, you were wanting to get these uh, trademarked and so forth, correct? That's right. That's right. So, you know, I, you know, I see a lot of these, these pages out there or people or whatever it is, you know, you'll get in a situation where you'll be, you'll be real popular with something and it'll kind of go away or someone will rip it off, you know, or whatever. So I decided to protect myself and went the trademark route. I, there's a process with the trademark route where there's a 30 day uh, opposition period and the Cubs oppose my word on the 30th day. I, trademarked i am cubsessed and cubsessed they're both approved but they have to go through an opposition period and it's about a year and a half process and we're in the last stages here so we'll find out here in august and see what happens in the meantime i did uh get sess approved s-e-s-s-e-d so legally i can put anything on that word and do what i want with it so i mean that word actually might be the bigger of the three so we'll see, we'll see what happens but i'd really like to get you know, those other words and just be able to say that I own them. I did, I do have the words approved in the state of Illinois. So, I mean, anybody in the Illinois, in the state of Illinois, you know, they can't use them all. It's just me. So, we'll see. So, do you mainly focus, other than you said you've written some articles and things like that, but do you <laughs> mainly focus on like the good quality stuff that you're picking up? Like, I follow your, uh, your Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. And like that's my go-to to get like the best news right away. Like, oh wow! Like I, did, <laughs> I didn't even know Bryant made the All-Star game until I got over to Stu's today. So, <clears throat> and I was on yeah. on your Twitter feed, but but anyways, is is that kind of what your your goal is? Because there's so much, um, you know, there's some good stuff Absolutely. out there, and there's some not good stuff, like a lot of not good stuff. It's <laughs> kind of a waste of time to read, you know. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you know, you, you guys see it. I mean, I, I try to stick to the basics, you know, the Sun-Times, Mark Gonzalez, you know, whoever it is, Paul Sullivan, you know, whoever <clears throat> whoever's writing those articles in the same day, the Daily Herald and stuff like that. Excuse me. <clears throat> but, uh, I mean, those are, the, those are the really, I mean, in my opinion, reliable guys. I mean, I'm sure those other guys at Bleacher Report or, you know, X, Y, you name it, they're all good. But I try to stick to those guys and focus on, you know, because the beat writers, I guess, anyway. So, I remember, uh, uh, Car- I forget her name now, Carrie. Uh, Carrie Muskrat, though. Carrie Muskrat, she was great. I mean, oh, I loved following her stuff, her reading, and, you know, her photos and everything like that. I know she's moved on to, I think, the Angels now or something. But, yeah, she's uh, she was a good read. So Yeah, she fu- she was a Cubs for a very, <laughs> very long time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
I think, uh, you know, it's a business, and, you know, I'd like to get carry on one of these days. But So tell the yep. listeners uh, where, where, where exactly they could find you. Yeah, so I got uh, pages on Instagram, uh, I am Cubsessed, uh, Twitter, I have two pages, Cubsessed and I am Cubsessed, and then three pages on Facebook. I have a group page, I am Cubsessed, Cubsessed the page, and I am Cubsessed the page. And, I mean, it's just been so, it's, you know, Cubs fans are just awesome. You know, they, they want to pay you back. They want to share everything. They want to be just as excited as you are, you know, and that's really who I'm, you know, I'm, just, I'm such a, so appreciative of all the people that have followed me and all the stuff that have, people that have contributed to my pages and, you know, the groups, the conversations and the people that have, you know, I, I bought my shirts and stuff like that. I mean, I'm just so grateful. It's just, it's been a great experience. And, and one of your pages, you have like over 21,000 people, right? Yeah, yeah. My, my biggest page is probably the, the Facebook I Am Cubs, uh, Cubsessed page. And I, I think it's like 36,000, you know. And that's all, I mean, every, everything is just me, you know. And sure, sure, it takes a lot of money to advertise, you know, and do this type of stuff and get to places like that. But, I mean, it's really worth it, and it's been a great experience. And you, and you also, you guys, uh, you sell various, because I, I, first of all, I love the term, I'm Cubsess. I think it's great. Or, or Cubsess. Yeah, um, right. you, you're selling shirt, you guys, a cool logo. Who did your logo? Did you do that logo or? No, I, I mean, I had a guy that I was working with, with, uh, created the website and stuff like that. And him and I just kind of mashed our heads together and came up with those two logos. I'd, I'd, I'd love to create some more stuff. I'm just kind of waiting for everything to hash out and see where it goes. And on your webpage, you have a, a store where you can buy all different kinds of stuff. Tell us about mm-hmm. that. Yep. Yeah. So what I did is I partnered with a company called Inktail, and they allow you to put your logo on a handful of different products. You know, I got shirts, I got hats, I got pillows, I think, and, uh, you know, phone cases and stuff like that. And they've been a really good partner, so that's, that's been helpful. I don't have to, you know, buy a bunch of, bunch of merchandise or whatever. I can just, you know, buy as I go. It's nice. Oh yeah, uh, you, last time I saw you, you handed me uh, the the phone widget. What do you? The, yeah, the uh, pop sockets. Yeah, pop, pop sockets. Pop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which are everybody has those nowadays. Yeah. Oh man, those things are awesome. They come in really handy. Does that one have your logo on it or the Cubs logo? Oh no, no, no. It's just my logo. I don't. Nice. I don't. Yeah. I, I haven't really, you know, used my logo or the Cubs logo for anything. Just tried to use that Cubs sess thing and see what I can do with it. Right. That's great. So let me ask you this: like, like you said, on, on your social media pages, uh, do they differ at all? Are you posting the same stuff on each one, or do you, you do different things on each one, or no? Uh, I try to mix it up a little bit, you know, like you know, same general information, uh, news, and you know, articles and stuff like that. And then uh, the 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 Cubsess page really just started recently taking off, actually. So I mean, that one's been kind of slow to go, but the other ones. They've been pretty successful. The group page sat at 25 for like a year, and then just over the just recently, I mean, it's jumped to like 12,000, I think. So, I mean, that's that's a pretty good amount for a group, and you know, for the most part, it's been a really great experience. I mean, everybody tries to be as positive as you can. Obviously, Cubs fans are opinionated, so but it's it's a good that's time. What, don't you think? That, <laughs> don't you think that's what makes it fun, though? Is everybody oh, being opinionated yeah. what did uh len casper was it len casper yeah. yesterday len casper, yeah. yep. who said yep. you know put it all in in context here like right. and we've been saying that too on our show a lot like guys this is these are the golden years the cubs <laughs> you know they've yes. never been this good in a four-year That's period right. and yeah yes. we we just lost to the reds you know lost another uh road series but 
So what? They're still in first. You know? yeah. Actually, they're yeah. not. The Brewers won. The <laughs> Are they tied then? Or? Well, they're tied. They're tied in the first. Okay. Well, that's you know that's still right. first. But I mean, it's the end of June. I I would take that every single day. You know, the, those seasons that you know we've all been through them. Whether it was 20, 2004 to two thousand seven, twenty ten to twenty fourteen. I mean, that was brutal. I mean, you would beg for a chance like this. You know. So, I don't know. I enjoy it. I'm living through it. I think Theo made the right decision. I think he set the tone saying that, you know, it's, you got to, you know, you want that next contract, you got to earn it. And let's see. I mean, so far, I mean, look, Brian made the All-Star game. That's pretty good. You know, Wilson made the All-Star game. Hobby made it again. So, let's see what they can do in the second half. I mean, hopefully they can all put push the gas. I really hope that Hamill, I thought Hamill's would be on that All-Star roster. I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah, we actually but, was, t- was talking with Tom Warman. About a couple of things, you know, about what he, he predicted Hamels was going to go to the All-Star game. I said, yeah, you're right. He's going to yeah. make it. I can't believe he did. Maybe, I don't know if that was, maybe that he's injury that went into it because he probably wouldn't be able to go anyways, but I don't think they do it No, like that. I don't because oh, no. they usually no. put him on there and then, you know, have somebody replace him if he's not going to yeah. pitch. He even said it himself that he was looking forward to hearing about it. So, yeah. I mean, so that's, yeah, that's a tough one. That's, but uh, maybe he'll make an alternate, you know, to you know, have these guys – fall out after so long or so well, that's one thing i've noticed since i followed your pages uh that yeah it's all positive stuff and right. like you go out on twitter like i was on twitter today and oh my gosh yep. it's twitter is very it's harsh, depressing man. yeah <laughs> i mean in it all was, walks I mean, of life twitter is pretty rough you know right you know, and Len, Len's tweet last night is obviously in the response to all the tweets that he gets, you know. I mean, you hear it from whoever that celebrity is, is I never read the comments. Well, so I think a lot of those people read the comments and they see a lot of this stuff, you know. they're Whether they're harping on Len and JD or they're harping on the Cubs or whatever, I mean, it resonates with them that they see that a couple times. So, I mean, that is reality. I, I listened to, uh, was it Bernstein McKnight? Is that the other guy? Right. In the morning? Yep. Or they, they say it all the time. You know, like, this is the golden years of the Cubs. You've not, no one's seen anything like this. Nobody. I mean, sure, whatever, 1907 to 1908, but come on. I mean, this is five <laughs> Nobody years who's alive. Years. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if they're alive, they probably don't know what's going on anyway. So. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, this this is fun. This is really good. And, I mean, it's, it, I, it is hard, I mean, to lose and everything like that. But, I mean, look, Cincinnati, Milwaukee, any of those teams – any, anywhere you go, if you're in playing a team in your division, it doesn't matter first place or last place. Those guys are coming for your throat, and it's going to be a hard-fought game. So. And that's what we like to see. Exactly. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Um, August is, is or August-ish is kind of a key date for you uh, in that's terms good. of uh, Cubsest. I am Cubsest. Um, are you? Do you have a lot of uh, things that are kind of in the tank on hold, you know, waiting for that to go through? And do you have, like, a vision for what you're going to do to move forward with your company here? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I just I want to, you know, create some different ways that I can use that word, you know, uh, different styles, different fonts or different, you know, pictures or different things that I can, you know, maybe around Ridley Field that I can put my other word on or something like that. You know, just try to keep create something fun and trendy or whatever, and you know, that people will be proud to uh, to wear to the games and stuff. And, I, and, that, and that's what it's all about. I mean, if you're if you're the Cubs, you, you want guys like Seth Thomas out there promoting your product and that's all he's right. doing in, in a positive light. So it's like, I don't see why, uh, you know, like I said, uh, with club 400, you know, we, we use the uh, Chicago Cubs logo on some of our stuff, you know, 
uh, under a couple conversation we had with Tom Ricketts, that is. And uh, but yeah, I just you know when it comes to you know it's the whole social media, th- it's ch- it's changed. It's it, it's changed mm-hmm. the game. It's not like it used to be when I as a little boy, my only option was basically to go pick up a newspaper, and right. you know, and it, the news was as old as when whenever they the reporter printed you know gave his words, but. You know, yep. now it's just like everything's it's it's instantaneous, instantaneous, yeah. and there's a lot more information out there than ever before. You know, I mean, yeah. you're finding out when Rizzo and uh, the guys go out to a bar late at night. I mean, it's, <laughs> and it's posted on TMZ the next day you know? before they yeah. even get in the bar. It's they're walking over to the bar. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, that's crazy. At Club 400, we've had a lot of great conversations with those uh, older Cubs uh, mm-hmm. in the '80s and. Man, they said, thank God they weren't born in yeah. this age nowadays because they would have been in a lot of trouble. Well, yeah, I mean, and I was just, I saw someone, someone posted on my site a picture of uh, them and Mark Grace in the parking lot. You, you know, you remember the parking lot. Yeah. You could walk right there. You could see the guys. They drove out. They'd say hi to you. They'd sign the autographs and stuff like that. I just think, you know, I don't know. They, whatever it is, what it is, you're just losing a lot of that. That was like the funnest thing. After the game, you run over there to try to see Sammy Sosa drive away in his blue, whatever that was, Ferrari or whatever. Right. And then, you know, or see somebody else. You know, that was fun. But, you know, now it's kind of like pull the curtains and all that stuff and everything. And I don't know. It is what it is. But, you know, or you would go to a bar and you'd hang out to it. My grandpa, he did the, uh, I know you guys do this too, the Randy Hunley camp. Yeah. Yep, he, yep. Yeah. Yep, he did the the Randy Hunley camp. It must have been like 1988. But I mean, that was the greatest time of his life. He was sitting at the bar with Ron Sano, you know, Billy Williams, you know, Fergie, you know, you name it. These guys. That, I mean, you can't. That's just that's amazing. Yeah, it's this baseball yep. changed. The life changes. That everything evolves into. Yeah. And then sometimes it doesn't evolve for the better. But speaking yeah. of, speaking of that, what do you what what do you feel of all these? Uh, what do you think of all these renovations at Wrigley Field? Uh, Gallagher Way and, you know, just there's a whole new atmosphere down there. What's your thoughts oh, yeah. on it? I mean, you've heard it for years. I mean, it was the Triangle Building. You know, it was it was supposed to happen. It was going to happen. They fought with, you know, this this mayor or this governor or whatever, and they could never get it done. And, you know, they finally have. And, I, I mean, I, I think it's great. I think it's great. I mean, it's fine. You know, it used to be you would just go to Murphy's or you would go to, you know, whatever that, whatever the bar was that you liked, the Cubby Bear or whatever. But now there's a lot of options. There's a lot of food options. There's a hotel, you know, there, there never was a hotel close. So, I mean, that's huge. That's helpful for people. I mean, I think anything's good. I got a friend that's uh, lived in the area since he was born and he's parked cars forever, you know, and that's what he does. I mean, he parks cars. I mean, it's his full-time job during the summer. He, he does well enough to do that. So, I mean, it's just, it does a lot. It brings a lot of opportunity to that city, to that uh, area. I know uh, it's called Lakeview. It's not Wrigleyville. <laughs> if you know any Lake, they resent the Wrigley. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it is what it is. I know there was all the complaints and the signs and all that stuff. But hopefully, you know, that's what's paying for Craig, Craig Kimball's salary. That's what's paying for, you know, the renovations at the ballpark, you know, you know, the, Cubs, the, Cubs, the Cubs are the only ones that had to pay that out of their pocket. I'm sure you guys know that the White Sox, you know, they got the, was it the Illinois sports authority, $20 million or whatever. 
the Cubs had to fork out five hundred million dollars for that. More than that, I think yeah. they went. I think they went way over budget. You know. Yeah. And yeah. let's look at the core of the project. The core of the project is Wrigley Field, and it's going to be there right. another 80, 90 years uh, for my kids' kids. You know, and that's right. the best part of it. You know. Yeah, I mean, the, when the threats were that they were going to have to knock that down and rebuild, you know, they yeah. moved to Schaumburg or whatever. Yeah, they moved to Schaumburg. Yeah. Oh, oh, he could have moved to Schaumburg and gotten all that for free, right? Right. Oh, gosh, I mean, yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. He Which. Everything. Which, by the way, as an owner, you know, or a newer owner, to to hear that, you know, you get all that for free. That's got to be tempting because it's a right. business thing too, you yep. know. And yep. uh, kudos to the Ricketts family for not making that decision. Thank, thank God he met his wife in those bleachers, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they lived up to you know there there are three things which uh, preserve Wrigley Field. Uh, right. Win a world championship, check that, and to be the yeah. most uh, giving uh, organization yeah. as far as for the community. Um, they've raised more yeah. money than any, any other uh, yeah. sports team. Yeah. And, and they're oh. heavy into it. But they don't even look for their – that's the thing about the Cubs. I talk about it all the time is, you know, the, the Chicago Cub fans are so passionate and they're so loyal. I mean, there's like five guys on this team that have charity events throughout the year. Uh, ranging from three to five, six hundred, seven hundred dollars. Each yep. one, each one of those guys sells it out with no issues whatsoever, and raise all kinds of money. It's because of the fans and it's because of the sponsorships. But the support that this team has, I mean, you take those five guys and you move them to another town, they're not going right. to get the support like that you get from Chicago. But I think that's the Midwest people in general, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and that's so true. I mean, you could, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a star player, you could be a B, B level player, you know, uh, Mark DeRosa, you know, a guy that was hot for a while and they just, people just love him still to this day. You know, sure. Mark Grace, he had the most hits in the nineties and everything, and he deserves all the acc- accolades, but no one, no Cubs fans will ever forget that guy. You know, they just loved him and loved the way he played and stuff like that. It's cool. You know, Mickey Morandini, you know, you could go through a list, Glenn Allen Hill, just these random guys that could come back to Chicago and get a free meal with no question. So, yeah, so, so who is, by the way, your favorite player of all time? Mine is Andre Dawson. I mean, like a lot of people, but I'll just never forget that day. I was in the car with my uh, grandma. We heard on the radio that he, you know, he'd signed. He came over with that, that uh, open check. And just, I mean, just watching that guy, he was so awesome. My grandpa was actually at that game with, uh, what's his name? Eric, it's not Crouch. Is it Eric Crouch, the guy that hit him? Yeah, Eric Shaw, yep, Eric Shaw. Eric Shaw, yep, Eric Shaw, there you go. Yeah, so he was actually at that game when he got beamed, and he said he'd never heard Wrigley so quiet. I mean, people thought he was dead. I mean, it was it was unbelievable. I mean, and I, from what I remember, I think he played that next day. Yeah, until he got up and chased yeah. that guy down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he deserved it. I mean, that was, oh, that was crazy. That was crazy. He is the best signature in – Maybe all of sports too. By the way, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, awesome. first class guy. I mean, the, the the famous tirade when he threw all the bats on the field. You don't mess with the hawk, man. When the hawk gets mad, you know he's a. We've had him out at Club Four Hundred um, uh, a couple of years back, and he's a real mild mannered guy until you piss him right. off, as we've seen, you know. So, uh, yeah, they the, the Cubs need to get an Andre Dawson statue out there. Come on, Lou, get moving on that, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, like MVP, last place team. I mean, that just doesn't happen. That's crazy. Yeah, just for the contract, too. Just that itself is like right. unbelievable. Yeah. 
Yeah, in yeah. my in my bathroom, I have a uh, picture, and he wrote out the whole entire blank contract story, and it's pretty, mm-hmm. it's I, really it's nice. really a cool piece of memorabilia. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I got really that through cool. Fanatics, but you know. I had to put in the bathroom. He I was, was p- going to say there's. <laughs> he, he was pissed off about it because he went and took a piss, and he's like, "Why is that in the bathroom?" You know? <laughs> I bet he was. <laughs> cool. But there's they nothing. As a fan, there's nothing like reading that story every time you have to go to the bathroom at Stu's. <laughs> if you don't That's know that story and you've been in my house like ten times and you got a problem, or you piss, or you piss really quick, one of the two, you know. <laughs> But yeah, Seth, it's fans like you that you know t- take it to the next level, and in you know you, you, this has become a, a, a little business for you and a hobby, and uh, I mean you're killing it with all your followers, and you're, you're developing your own brand, and I think that's awesome, man. And uh, when you get, uh, hopefully you'll get everything approved, and you'll be ready to rock and roll, and you'll celebrate with a uh, Club 400 logger, you know. That, that's absolutely right. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that sounds good to me. We we are really hoping as a sort of side goal from what we're doing here is we like meeting and talking to people who are passionate like we are and Mm -hmm. we're hoping to like pull everybody together not really sure what it's for yet but maybe one day it's an event or maybe it's one day to raise money for something really important or whatever there's going to be something out there and like Stu always says you know each each person individually you know your voice might not be that loud or whatever, but with all these people pulling their, pulling together their groups and their people and all that kind of thing, um, you can really feel the passion of, of Cubs fans. No, I agree. I completely agree. That's awesome. I mean, you know, there, there's been plenty of people like us, you know, that in the 80s and 70s and 90s and stuff like that. They're just as passionate. But now, I mean, obviously there's this social media where everybody can – get to know these people and stuff like that and i think you guys do a great job of that too you know bringing it bringing in the different people that you guys have uh you're interviewing or out to your shows or out to your uh house and everything like that i mean it's just it's it's really cool it's amazing i love it i mean we don't they don't have the cubs caravan anymore they don't have the diehard fan club anymore you know that's where the people downstate would you know be able to meet these people and all that stuff and you know we can now you can go to club 400 and you can meet guys like that and it's it's pretty amazing opportunity. I got to tell you. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I really enjoy it. I've had a great time at all the events. We um we recently had uh, people on from the Wild Bunch, one of okay, the yep, older, I saw that. Yep. Mm-hmm. one of the older Cubs groups, and um, I was inspired to sign up for a membership. And, mm-hmm. and the first thing I got in the mail is a just goes to your comment about social media is a typed letter <laughs> you know, from the president <laughs> photocopied onto color paper. <laughs> it was so old school. And by the way, I got it like two days after I signed up. I was like, whoa. Hey, I love the Wild Bunch, but, you know, the Wild Bunch probably needs to uh, step into the <laughs> di- yeah, digital I age. The digital I don't know. Age. I kind of liked it, man. I almost <laughs> I almost kept the envelope, you know. Yep. Stationery is probably from late 70s, I'm sure, you know. <laughs> yeah. But kudos to Bill for uh, becoming a uh, oh, Wild Bunch member. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah, no Seth, funny Let's story go. uh, I got for you since you brought it up a couple times today. We've never talked yeah. about it on the Cubs podcast, podcast, but the Chicago Cubs diehard fan club back in the day. Mm-hmm. Right. You sign up for it. I think you got mm-hmm. three different things. You got a certificate. Yep. And you got a, li- a little pin, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you got a beautiful, which is the best part, like a credit card. You know, uh, it was basically a membership card, you know? 
Yes. Yep. So yep. Uh, I was a member. My brother was a member, and uh, my grandparents were members at one t- time. And uh, so this was probably when I was five. No, this was probably when I was about seven or eight years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this sums up his whole life. Yeah. <laughs> one story. So <laughs> it was a really bad loss that the Cubs took that day. And my brother used to say, you know, if you knew if the Cubs won or lost, if the Cubs won, Stu would be outside playing. And if they lost, you wouldn't see, he wouldn't be come outside. But I, I took every loss. Like it was the game mm-hmm. seven loss of the world series. You know, I mean, I, just every game to me meant everything, you know? So yeah. I got so mad at him one day. I took my card and I cut it in half. <laughs> <laughs> And at the time, you know, I think it's like those people on TV who like destroy their TV and then once they realize what they did, they regretted it. Yeah. And I'm just like, I started crying after it because I'm like, I just destroyed my card. Oh my God. <laughs> and, I, and, and, and to this day, that card is in a glass case. But I think, uh, I think With it's loads of scotch tape. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's as. I think it's better cut because it just tells you, yeah, that, you know, the passion, the passion that we right. have, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> if you're a Cubs fan, you know. I mean, I think it was like George Will. He said that Cubs fans are the most calloused into, like they, you know, they're like a callous because they just keep, you know, get beaten, 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 and keep coming back up. I can't remember his exact quote. You have to Google it. That's pretty good. Yeah. But I mean, it's just like you know, you go. It's a roller coaster from start to finish. 162 games, you know. April, you're hot or you're cold or, you know, the different months and you just got to ride it out and try to be as positive as you can, you know, and really hope for the best. And sure, I mean, you'll get those brutal wins, you know, years ago, it seemed like like today, they would be down six, nothing, they wouldn't even come back, you know, there wouldn't even be a run score. Well, nowadays, they're coming back, they're hitting those three run shots, and they're staying in the game late innings. But, you know, it's, 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 it's getting there. It's getting there. It's something you can kind of count on. But the expectations are so high and it's so, I mean, I guess where they should be. You know, we really, I mean, I'm sure everybody really is dying for them to win another championship. So well, that's, that's, the, that's the thing. You win once and then you, that's all. Right. That's what you want. That's the new standard. So, yeah, I'm surprised the people that are actually fine with just the one, but <laughs> yeah, right. I, Bob, Bob Newhart, he's quoted as saying that. I equate, I equate that like you, you know, you end your virginity. Well, what happens after you end yeah. your virginity? You want to do it again and yeah, again and no, again. Right? I was good with just one. <laughs> <laughs> one is fine. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> no, these guys are set up. I mean, this is what it's all about. You know, they got everybody's, you know, the Cubs, I'll, I'll be the first one to tell you, and you guys know this too. The Cubs have been hard to root for, whether it's on the field or off the field. You know, they've got themselves in a lot of different uh, problems and they've tried to do their best. But luckily, you know, like you've explained, like you've said, Cubs fans are loyal. I mean, they're really going to root for their team. They're going to look past some of that stuff, whether it's their opinion about politics or this or something or whatever it is. But I mean, that Sinclair Media, that station that's going to be coming in the next couple of years. Hopefully that can really put some money, you know, in the in the pockets of these players and stuff like that and keep them around. You know, they're going to have to answer to a lot of these guys. Javi, Chris Bryant, you know, they need more – they're going to get some – they need some pitching. I mean, they're going to oh, have to yeah. – so we'll that's be, what they're going to pay all the money for. It'll be interesting uh, since that station does start, I believe, uh, before spring training of next year, mm-hmm. 2020, uh, which 
it's pretty cool because every spring training game will be on this channel. But oh, I'll see, I'll see. That's great. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, that's a good thing of it. But it'll be that's interesting cool. to see uh, the Cubs off season this year because I think yeah. this year, no matter what happens at the end of this season, there's going to be some major changes. I believe. Uh, just so when true. I say major changes, I don't mean with the main players of the team, but some of those guys in the two sixteen team might not be here. You know. As, yep. So well, it'll be interesting though. So by the way, yeah, when I think. When I think of that new network, I think how awesome it's going to be to have all this like extra Cubs programming on the station and stuff like that. Because right. because I'm Cubs sussed. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I can't get enough of it. I'm the you, same. Know? you know. You know. I, listen, listen. I like Pearl Jam a lot. I'm the biggest Pearl Jam fan you'll probably meet, and I listen to them on Sirius Channel. I've probably listened to the same stinking interview or concerts right. probably hundreds and hundreds of times. Yeah. But I don't care. Because, it's I mean, awesome. Whatever. It's yeah. awesome. It's cool. You like? You're yep. cub I'm beer sussed. <laughs> See, there you yeah. go. That's William is. Um, I'm just sassed. He's gummy <laughs> sussed. I think he's gummy sussed. <laughs> it's Seth Thomas. All. We thought, you know, oh. Hey, man, we appreciate you having our show and uh, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, we want all our uh, lis- uh, listeners to support him and his pages. And uh, yeah, maybe we can get another big bump of people. To- yeah. Oh man, that'd be Fun. great. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you guys will both be at the Wilson Contreras event, then, right? We'll be ready to rock and roll. Yeah. Yep. Cool. And yeah, uh, it'll be fun time. And we're looking forward for your return back up here to the Midwest. That's right. And uh, thanks for coming on. You have a great evening. Uh, check it out, guys. I'm Cubsessed. Cubsessed. All over Twitter. Just Google it or whatever. You'll find them out there. What's your website, by the way, Seth? I am Cubsessed.com. There you go. And how do you spell that, just so that everybody knows? I A M Cub Sest S E S S E D. That's where you find them. And thanks, Seth, for your time. And we will see you July 18th. The ninth backup catcher got the win. I showed up down at Wrigley with a belly full of gin. I knew it would be a long one, and when Jackson was pitching, the night the backup catcher got the win. And when Jackson only lasted four, the game was tied for 12 more innings, nobody could score. We went to Captain Morgan's cause we wanted to drink more. The night the backup catcher got the win. It was the night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. It was the night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. Sat in the upper deck with three of my best friends. The night the backup catcher got the win. Just outside to have a smoke But as we stood beyond the gates Captain Morgan's closed We got left outside And we couldn't get back in The night the backup catcher got the win We were three sheets to the wind And overserved And we couldn't get back to our seats In upper deck reserved So we watched the game from the dugout On Addison The night the backup catcher got the win it was the night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. It was the night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. Got 
sick outside of Wrigley from mixing beer and gin. The night the backup catcher got the win. And then, as the story's told, John Baker, the Cubs' backup catcher, took the mound in the top of the 16th inning, pitching a scoreless frame, facing the minimum. Then, in the bottom of the 16th inning, John came to the plate and took a walk. Then he ended up on third base somehow, at which point, Starlin Castro hit a sacrifice fly, winning the game! John Baker finally won it in 16. On the most exciting sack fly this baseball fan has seen. But I sort of missed it, I was drunk as Charlie Sheen. The night the backup catcher got the win. It was the night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. It was the night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. Oh, they threatened us with handcuffs when we tried to sneak back in. The night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. It was the night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. It was the night the backup.